0: On a hillside There were angels in the sky They said, boys, don't you be afraid This is the night of your life There's a baby in a manger That the whole world needs to know It begins here with you Here's what you must do Go tell, go tell, go tell Go tell once you've seen that shining star,
1: you can't keep it to yourself. Go
0: Tell your brother too, tell it to everybody and me, tell them you got good news. Good news. Tell them about that little baby, morning Bethlehem. Tell him his name is Jesus and he's come to free us. Go tell, go tell, go tell, go tell what you see. It's gone. shouted of the rich, the poor, and the lame. And if they were able, the cows in the stable would praise, praise His holy
1: name.
0: Once you see that shining
1: star? And you can not keep it to your
2: Says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So let's just do that right now. Let's give him a praise.
1: Go, go, go. to stand with us. Welcome and to Christmas at Temple. Merry Christmas. So we want y'all to sing along with us right now as we do this song here. Every song that let's do today let's make sure we do it to Him and for His honor and for His glory today. Alright? Oh, come all ye faithful Joyful and triumphant Oh, praise to Jesus. Sing to the King. Singing again everybody. So come and let us sing a song. A song declaring we belong to Jesus. さら<スタッフ><スタッフ><スタッフ> Oh
2: Out a big, big happy birthday, okay? One, two, three. Yes, give him glory and praise. Amen. Amen. If you are here for the very first time, we want to welcome you to Temple Baptist Church. This is definitely a place where friends are found. If you have never been here before, we want you to have a seat right where you are. We've got a prayer request card we want you to fill out for us. This gives us an opportunity to pray for you, for God to meet your need. If you've got any need, any burden, you write it down on that card and we're going to be praying for you, all right? Never been here before. You have a seat. All the rest of you, turn around, shake your neighbor's hand, make them feel welcome here this morning, everybody. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Say that word with me, a a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Amen? How many are glad for that Savior? I am too. I am too. Well, let's pray. We're going to take a moment. We're not going to ask for anything. We're just going to thank God for all that He has done. Amen? And just offer him thanks this morning. As I pray, the, qu- the sign team's going to come, and let's just take a moment to thank God for His blessing and the greatest gift that's ever been given—the gift of life. Amen. Every head bowed, and every eye closed. Let's pray. Father, thank you again for your mercy. Thank you for your love, your tenderness, your kindness. Thank you for the gift of life. Lord, I'm so glad to know that that my sins have been forgiven. Lord, my debt has been paid. God, you sent your son to die on an old rugged cross that I could be forgiven. Thank you for that hope of heaven. Thank you for the hope of glory. Lord, a a living hope, a lively hope, a blessed hope. Lord, I thank you. God, I pray that you'll receive all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Lord, all the credit. Lord, every bit of attention we offer today, we want to offer it all to you. Father, we'll praise you and thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning.
1: Repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sound.
2: Here for them teenagers. Yes, Amen. Isn't the Lord good? God is good all the time. One, one, one thing about Christmas. I love, I love Christmas. I love everything about Christmas. I like the lights. I like the eggnog. I like presents. Say Amen. You know the Bible says it's more blessed to res- er, to give than to receive, doesn't it? I want y'all to live by the Bible because I like receiving. Amen? I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kind of. All right. Uh, we are here today. It would not be Christmas without, without giving away something. And we want to we we do that right now. We, 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 uh, we want to honor somebody today. And, uh, you know, one of the great things about going to temple is there's so many people that are involved in serving and volunteering, and, and the volunteering uh, staff here at Temple is incredible. I mean, they are off the charts, and we need to give them a hand. Amen? Yes. Amen. Listen, they out in the rain, making sure everybody's got an umbrella, listen, greeting, and, and just going above and beyond the call of duty to make this thing happen, and I thank God for them. But there's one, one particular person I really want to honor today. Uh, uh, from the time I've been here, uh... till up until now i mean it is probably just never seen as much sacrificial service and, and input and on this property probably nobody in in the in the whole church probably ain't no doubt I about it nobody in the whole church has put as many man hours and uh, physical labor into this place is this this particular person, and and uh, has always gone out of their way. Not just here either. It's not just about some place they feel like they've got some kind of investment. But uh, uh, we have a uh, a mission a mission down in Camp Tracy, down in uh, Fort, Pier- excuse, Fort Pierce, that's my hometown, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, who has spent many, many hours working there also. So I know it's not just something here to impress the folks here. It's serving God. And I want to take a moment just to, to offer a, a gift of gratitude, a plaque that says, Presented to Arlen Smitty Smith in recognition of a lifetime of contribution to Temple Baptist Church. I want to honor Brother Smitty this morning. Brother Smitty, would you come on up? Come on up. Yes, amen. Amen. Come on, let me come down there. Love you, Brother Smitty. God bless you. Amen. This is a small token of our appreciation from Temple Baptist Church. Amen. Uh, Brother Smitty went to the barber the other day to get spruced up, and he said, "Barber, make me pretty." And the barber said, "I don't reckon we got enough time." Amen. All right. God bless you, Brother Smitty. Amen. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. Nobody will keep you in stitches as much as Brother Smitty. I I, <laughs> I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna tell on him anyhow. But uh, I, I was preaching on, on marriage and the home and, and love and everything. And and, uh, and I, I told him, men, you need to tell your wife every day that you love them, and what, what they mean to you. Bless God, it's just the, the right thing to do. And and uh, after church, Brother Smitty came up to me and said, Preacher, he said, I don't mean to dispute your word, but I told Edna the, the day we got married that I loved her, and if anything changed, I'd let her know. Amen. <laughs> I don't reckon nothing changed. She's still out there. Amen. It's good to have Brother Smitty. And the one thing I like about Brother Smitty is that he's just going to tell you what he thinks. Amen. Regardless whether you like it or not. And I like having the kind of people around me I know where I stand. Amen. Amen. Well, let's pray. Let's pray. We're going to continue our service this morning. And how many of y'all have enjoyed it so far? Man. Amen. I'm I'm excited for what we've got waiting on us now. Uh, Pastor Buchanan, would you lead us in prayer? And just thank God for what he's going to do in this service. Okay, buddy.
1: true. He is light. He is love. He is grace. All that was wrapped up in a manger one day. I want you to listen to this next song as it starts right now to tell you the reason that He came. He didn't just come just to die in a manger. He came to die for you because you are the reason He lives. As little children we would dream of Christmas morn, of all the gifts and toys that we knew we'd find, but we never realized a baby born one blessing night gave us the greatest gift
2: of our
1: lives. That he gave his life, we are the reason that he suffered and died to a world that was lost. He gave all he could give to show us the reason.
0: The years went by, we learned more about gifts, the giving of ourselves, and what that means. On a dark and cloudy day, a man hung. Just say-
2: Your feet. Take your wasn't that good. My goodness. Take your Bibles and turn well, I tell you what, it's gonna take a minute for those lights to come up. Just just look with me up on the screen here. Yeah, we've got a we've got a Bible verse, just one little short Bible verse I wanna I wanna share with you and, and then we're gonna pray. Well I tell you what, I, I, I love having a good choir. Amen. Amen. Jalen's doing an awesome job, and I appreciate what they're doing and uh and and what they mean to this church amen Amen. second corinthians chapter number nine uh in the very last verse of that chapter the very last verse of that chapter verse 15 let's read it let's read it together just one little short verse it says thanks be unto god for his unspeakable gift let's say it again everybody with me read it with me thanks be unto god for his unspeakable gift father Thank you, Lord, for your gift. Thank you for your mercy, your grace, your goodness. God will thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. His unspeakable gift. The word unspeakable there means just, you know, it's easy, uh, undescribable. Paul Paul is is, is thanking God for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation. You say, what what is that gift? Well, it, it says, for by grace are you saved through faith that not of yourself, it, say that word with me, it, it is the gift of God. What? Salvation. For by grace are you saved, by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourself, it, salvation, it is the gift of life. You know, (laughs) I don't think anything makes a person's eyes light up like a, a, a gift. Amen? Whether it's a, a Christmas gift, whether it's a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, everybody likes getting gifts. And you say, well, I don't like it. You're a lion. Everybody likes gifts. I don't care who you are. Everybody likes gifts. Man, the kids come out, I remember. And you know what? Growing up is awful, isn't it? When you, when you, when you, when you grow up, when you're a little kid, I mean, you, you, you run into the living room, you wake up at 3.30 in the morning, amen, and, and wake everybody up and say, it's time, amen. Uh, you run into the living room and, and 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 it seems like the living room's all decorated and there 's gifts and it seems when you 're a little kid, it seems like there 's five million presents under that tree, but when you grow up, it seems like there 's five presents under that tree amen it just changes it gets it gets different and and but there is just something about a gift because a gift means somebody cared for somebody else, one party that wanted and decided that they wanted to give a certain amount of joy or a certain amount of happiness to another party, and they cared enough to give a gift. Jesus did the same thing. He did the same thing. Today, just a, just a few moments. I promise you, I won't keep you long. It's Christmas, and, and I got a hand waiting on me. I need a witness right there. Hallelujah. And my wife said, if I don't hurry up, it will be a burnt offering. Amen? So, So we, we <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm glad I go to a church where you can enjoy yourself, Amen. I do, I really do. I want to I want to talk a minute about this gift, a minute. This gift of life, the gift of salvation that God has given us. And just one point, I may not get all three because really the message is in point one, and we may just stop there and and uh, and and pray, Amen. But number one, I want to talk about the purchase. Say that word with me. The the purchase of the gift. The purchase of the gift. Uh, you know. This every gift, they start out with Black Friday, you know, I mean, it goes there, people act crazy, they lose their mind all of a sudden, they eat too much turkey on Thursday, and they lose their mind on Friday, amen. Well, it's not even on Friday anymore, they wake up, they go to, the, you know, to to, to to bed right after the turkey so they can get up at 1 o'clock in the morning and start then. I don't get that, amen, I just don't get that. I have the greatest wife in the whole World. I'm talking about the greatest wife in the whole world. All I have to do is give her money, and she leaves me alone. Alone. I don't have to go to the mall. I don't have to go to Belt Lindsay. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go to Walmart. She knows that in places scare me. I mean, all them elbowing you and getting around you and stuff. West Point's almost too big for me now. It's getting that way. I'm going to have to go somewhere else. I'm going to have to go to Battleground, I guess. I, I just don't like that kind of stuff. And, and, and I say, here, baby, she goes and she does all the purchasing and all the shopping. And she thinks I'm the greatest husband in the world because I give her money and I leave her alone. Amen? But somebody's got to do the purchasing. My, my plan, I, 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 when I go somewhere, and, and I know men and women are different. We, we just are different. We think different, act different, and all that. But when I go to, to a store, I go to Walmart or something like that, I know what I'm looking for. Amen, men? I mean, I know where it's at. I've done mapped it out on my GPS, where it's at in the store. I know how to get there. I go to that place. I grab it, I kill it, and I drag it home. Say Amen. amen. My wife will tell me, baby, I need to go in and get a couple things. Three days later, she comes out with four buggies. I don't understand that. Well, there's a there's a translation problem in between that. It's just not the same. Are, are we understanding each other? There's just a difference in purchasing and shopping and all that kind of stuff. But but you know, a gift has to be purchased. And and there is there is something that's reflective about the person giving the gift. It's not about who's getting it. It's about who's giving it because whoever's giving it, what they're giving is a reflection on who they are. I, me and Brother Buchanan was Christmas shopping. He begged me to go with him, and I, I, I said, man, okay, whatever. Just, just don't get me around a bunch of folks. And, and, and we went to a, a store, and they had uh, perfume, and he wanted to buy some perfume for his wife, and, and she brought out a, a bottle a $150. Are you all with me? A hundred and he said, he said, ma'am, I can't do that. That's 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 high. We're gonna have to do something a little different. She came out with one seventy-five dollars, and and that that wasn't good enough for him. I said, man, just get some cologne. No, no, she got all the way down to a fifteen-dollar bottle of cologne, and she said, how about this? And uh and and he said, ma'am, you don't understand. I need to see something cheap. So she handed him a mirror. I thought, hey. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said, ma'am, she's already got that, and there's a no-return policy. Amen. <laughs> Cheap. Cheap. And by the way, that's not a true story. You can't Buchanan's having a heart attack over here. It's not a true story. You're messing up my illustration, man. The gift... <laughs> The gift is a reflection of the giver. You know, and when we look at this gift, the Bible says that it was very, very, very costly. You know, we use the term free. We say the free gift of salvation. It was free to us, but it cost him everything. Watch what it says. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1 verse 18, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but, and the word redeemed there means to purchase, to buy back, uh, great, uh, uh, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. John fifteen thirteen, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his, say it with me. Friends, this gift was very, very costly it costs the son of God his life it costs God in heaven his son listen let's don't take for granted this precious precious gift you know normal people normal people uh, not rich folks because there's probably no rich folks in here but normal people, if, if, if we purchase something very costly, that means there was a great sacrifice. Are you all with me? Normal people, we, we, can't, we can't buy anything just off a of whim. Uh, sometimes we, had to, we have to do without something so we can be able to purchase something for someone else. And, and Jesus, listen, this purchase was made with great sacrifice. We see the expense, the expense of this purchase, not just the expense of this purchase, but this is what I want you to leave with and this is this is this is probably as far as we're going to go today. when I read this and I, I was studying this, I, man, it did something for me it just thrilled my heart. the bible says the bible says that that this gift that it is it is as and he, and he gives an illustration let me let me read it so i don't so I don't mess this up. I want you to get this. In Matthew chapter number 13, Jesus is describing He's describing the church. He's describing the bride of Christ, and, and he, 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 he references it as the kingdom of God. And this, this is how he describes it. He gives an illustration to uh, illustrate what he's talking about. He says in Matthew 13, 45, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man, seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And he bought it. Now what does that mean? I want you to not only see the expense of the purchase, but I want you to see the estimation of the purchaser. The estimation of the purchaser. You say, what are you talking about? In other words, what God thought of you. You see, when we look at one another, when we look at one another, we we we, we don't really think too highly of ourselves, and we shouldn't. We shouldn't because uh, we're, we're 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 but dust. You know, the psalmist said this. The psalmist, he said, When I behold the stars and the moon and the, and, the, and the works of thy hands, what is man that thou art mindful of him? I mean, who are we? We're made out of dirt. We're just little old specks upon this planet and, and, and this one planet in this great big universe. Who are we? But that's not how God looks at you. When we look at each other, we see frailty, or failure and frailty. We look at each other and we see a pitiful situation. We look at each other and we see problems, but, but, but that's not how Jesus looks at you. The Bible says that he is as a merchant man, and this merchant man is searching for something that's special, searching for something that's different, searching for something that's wonderful. And when he finally finds that which he is looking for, the Bible says he will go out and sell all that he has, all of his merchandise, all of his products, because this one pearl is worth more than everything he has, and he is willing to sell it all to buy that one thing. And the Word of God says you, as a a child of God, you are that pearl. You may not think much of me, and your neighbors may not think much of you, but I'm here to tell you, Jesus thinks you are wonderful. In His estimation of you, He thinks you're worth dying for. Say amen. I I, (laughs) love... Most of y'all know, some of your visitors here today, I, I coon hunt. I like, I like going coon hunting and, 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 and uh, taking dogs out in the woods. And, and, and Bill, I had a horrendous situation Friday night. I fell in the creek. It wasn't funny. It was cold. I'm talk- over at Jimbo's, you know, Fast Running Creek, and Gabe Pierce was there. He didn't even help me. I was going to eat. I done crossed one time to get a, a a young pup. You remember the one that I said was just like you know, uh 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 uh. uh what's what's her name? A Minnie Pearl. Yeah, just proud to be there. That was her. Well, she was proud to get across the creek, but wasn't proud enough to come back. <laughs> so I had to go get her, and I got across, and I was already wet. And I said, "Well, I'm gonna just ease off this log right here and get." No, that don't work when that water's flowing hard. That water took me, and I went under, and and. I thought I was going to see the Lord on His birthday, Amen. I mean, I, woo, boy, help us! I I, I love to coon hunt and I love to mess with dogs and 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 they've got a they've got a a, a website called Coonhound Bloodlines. It's a wonderful place to to shop, Amen. Hint: My wife ain't even in here. So it's, On that that website, there's there's a a message board where you can talk, you know, you can tell lies and and, 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 and talk about dogs. Just a great thing to do. And and one one time, a a guy put on there, are you kidding me? That was the the title of the post. And I thought to myself, I have to read this one. Amen. And I clicked on that thing. and, and And then he put a page about that long talking about how expensive dogs have gotten. I mean, you can't even buy a puppy for this price, and what in the world what in the world would cause a dog to be worth that much, and who in the world would and I mean just and, and people started posting on there, about that's right, I tell you what, dogs ought not to be that high that you know rednecks get carried away. amen, and we was, they was going back and forth, and all of a sudden one guy posted on there, I mean this was like unbelievable. He said this: a dog is worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it. I thought. Man, try it. Amen. I'm glad I didn't post before him. Amen. I thought about that a minute. So I'm not willing to give that. Well, you may not be, but somebody might. And whoever, so as someone is, might think that that dog's worth it. Now, watch this. You might not give a, a nickel. For my life or yours. But Jesus thought so. Oh boy, oh boy offered a man $60,000 for a dog. That's nothing. The fool turned it down. I heard that's where the day two fools met. One for offering and one for saying no. Amen. Amen. But you know what? The estimation of the purchaser is what matters. How many of y'all, and this is the cool part about this deal. This is the cool part about this. I know you perfect people in here, this won't mean nothing to you. But you folks in here that are prone to mistake like your preacher. Jesus knows the end from the beginning. Jesus saw my birth. And Jesus has already seen my death. He is alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. He has seen this whole thing already said and done. And yet he still thought, after seeing all of my failures, even the ones I'm going to do, he still thought I was worth enough to die for. Wow. Wow. The estimation of the purchaser. I read that. Not I about had a fit. Because God thinks enough of me to die. He thinks enough of me to become human. Emmanuel, God with us. And go through the most awful experiences that man could ever put on somebody. The crucifixion of the cross. Because he thought I was worth it. I don't think you are. Doesn't matter, you ain't the purchaser. Your neighbors may not care nothing about you. Your family may not care nothing about you. But there's somebody that cares about you. Hallelujah. That's good. I don't care who you are. That's good stuff. Give him praise right there. Amen. Oh, why would he do that? That song, man, didn't y'all like that song? They sung that last song. I liked all of them. But when that song said, you're the reason. You know, we, we say Jesus is the reason for the season. But you realize you are the reason that he came. It's about you. For, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We've got to have a reason to give something. You know, there's a, a, an occasion, a birthday present or a Christmas present, but it even goes beyond that. It even goes beyond that. It goes to the point of what that person wants you to know about them. I want you to know I care. I, For God so loved the world that he... Love is not about taking. Love is about giving. Listen, what prompted God to do that? Just his nature. It's just who he is. You ever known that person that's just a giver by nature? They're just always giving something. They just want to give you a sandwich or give you something to drink. They're just always, always, always giving. Just always. That's the nature of God. I love the verse we used to quote as a little kid. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is. You say, why would God love me? It's just who he is. It's just who he is. What prompted God to do this? It was his nature. But not not only was it his nature, it was the need of the sinner. You see, in that same chapter, in John chapter number 3, the Bible says, Uh, He did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. He that believeth is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. You see, it was our need that prompted God to send His Son. It was our need. We needed a Savior from the time that Adam sinned in the garden, from the very time that Adam sinned in the garden, we inherited his nature, a sin nature. We inherited not only the sin nature, but the condemnation of sin with it. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. And we inherited that. And because we inherited that, God sent his son. See, he could start with Adam and Eve. He could have wiped Adam and Eve off the planet, but he couldn't because he loved them. You see, in his estimation, in his estimation, he sees Adam and Eve, and, 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 and he could have started over. He could have done it. He could have let's just do this whole thing over. And, but the son says, I, I, I got to have him. But, but let me tell you what the cost is going to be. And, and, and Jesus, I, I don't care what the cost is, I, I got to have him. But you don't understand the cost is very great because holiness of God is so powerful and so mighty and so so awesome. Sin has to be dealt with. You don't understand the cost. I have to have them. The Father says to the Son, it will cost you your life. He says, let it be so. Because i got to have them. The estimation of the purchaser now nobody leave this room with your nose down you leave with your face high because somebody thinks you're pretty important god loves you god loves you what does this gift mean this gift life salvation it means not only not only in the sweet by and by. I'm glad I can have life in the nasty and now. Amen? It's going to be great one day when we leave this world, I'm telling you, and leave cancer and, and leave headaches and leave diabetes and leave uh, 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 bills and taxes. Say amen right there. I knew I'd get an amen sooner or later out of somebody. Amen. Mortgages, bankruptcies, all of these things. We're going to... But do you realize Jesus said the thief cometh but John 10:10, John 10:10. 10, 10. The thief cometh with the steal, kill and destroy, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That means right now. That means right we can, we can experience real life right now. I don't have to have a Budweiser. I don't have to have a bottle of vodka. I don't have to have a needle in my arm. I don't have to have something sticking out my mouth with a fire lit to the end of it. I can have real life right now. And have joy and peace and, listen, all the blessings of God right now. Right now. Man, I tell you what. All of that junk is nothing but a lie from the devil. Oh, but you don't know how I feel. Yeah, and you're still trying to feel it. It won't satisfy you. It'll give you a temporary fix to a permanent problem. And it won't do anything but destroy your life. Give it to God. Give it to God. I'm telling you, I'm happier in my sleep than most people are drunk. Say amen. I don't don't endure this thing. I have a big time. Gabe, do we enjoy life? I'm telling you, I flat have a good time. I'm not going to get around anybody in the Mully Groves because I like life. I like me. I want to experience life. I don't like dead music. I don't like dead flowers. Bring me something, it better be pulsing. Say amen. I like it alive. I, I want to I experience it all. Listen, that's what God wants you to have life right now. But even with that being said, God is going to give me a life to come. Not only a fulfillment in life right now, not only the fulfillment to enjoy here, but there is a future to anticipate. John 14 says this, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. When I was a little kid, we used to sing this song, This world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. I can't help it. I'm getting carried away. This world's not my home. How many of y'all, be honest. Come on now. Be honest. All you got to do is turn on faucet. How many of y'all are kind of getting tired of this world? The bickering and the fighting and the squabbling and the disease and the suffering. Revelation says it well. One day. Every tear will be wiped away. God shall wipe away every tear from every eye. There will be no more death, no more sorrow, no more suffering over there. You know why I have that hope? Because I received the gift. Well, how do I get that gift? Very simple. The Bible says in Romans chapter number 10, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Say man. That means poor people can get it. That's how I got it. Uneducated people, listen, educated people, rich people, all people get it the same way. I'm glad they say it this way. Church people folks that talk Christianese, they, they say it this way: the, the ground is level at the cross. That means it don't matter who you are, where you are, where you're from, your background. Nothing of that matters. We all come to Jesus the same way. It's kind of like this. T- two tourists pulled into a town. Some old gentleman was sitting out there on the porch playing checkers. And, 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 and the tourist said, was there, any, was there any great men born here? One of them looked up and said, nope, Just babies. Some of y'all are going to get that about 12 o'clock tonight. Don't call me. Don't call me. We all started somewhere, didn't we? Jesus will take you just like you are. Do I have to join a church? No, you just got to believe in him. Repent of your sins. Say, God, please forgive me of my sin. Would he take me just like him? Preacher, you don't know my background. I don't care about your background. He said, for whosoever. That qualifies everybody. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, thank you for the gift.